0: When I walk in a room, I garner respect from everyone there. (laughs) (laughs) This week's magic word is heavy.
1: I've only got an hour. It's a big problem here. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. and just stretched, too. What's up, guys? Kanan here. Episode 16 of Six Pack Sports Talk. Uh, I'm here with Ethan and Nick in the studio. Yeah. Yo. Uh, It is June 12th. Um, guys, someone got the clock? Yeah, I think what time it's, is it? uh... It's, <laughs> it's
2: Modelo Delo time, time oh. Oh,
1: that, was, <laughs> that was bad. Alright, we're, uh, yeah, we're drinking Modelo's. Um... That was bad, but that was your idea. Yeah, he exposed me with that Frigile one. or door? Um, it, it was better in my mind when I... Yeah, it was funnier. Uh, got some <laughs> NBA news. NBA, who, big Julio Jones trade, um... I was kind of surprised you went to the Titans myself. Um, playoffs update for NHL, NBA, and we got the bum and beast of the week. And I'll I'll be I'm, I'm the bum of the week because I had the worst uh,
0: worst record for locks last week. So imagine. Um, could we what get was a- that? what were we saying last week? Oh you will never be there, and I was going to be here next week. Um, That's bum behavior. <laughs> That's very much <laughs> bum I mean, behavior. If you want to read off the locks? Uh, I mean, you can. You can hey, it's a
2: week a by week on.
1: basis now, so you're a bum. That is true. No argument. So I'm the bum of the week, and with that being said, my bum of the week was Le'Veon Bell. Uh, just earlier today, we're Saturday. Um, he went on social media. I think it was Instagram, and was basically just calling out Andy Reid, saying he would never play for him again, that and that he would
0: quote unquote rather retire or I'd retire before I'd play for Andy Reid again. So That's bum. Yeah. Like I mean, other coaches are going to see that, and they're not going to just say oh, let's bring this guy on then, yeah. Because, I mean, Andrew, is literally one of the more respected coaches in the NFL, and that's just not the type of quote you want to say out, especially on, like, Instagram. Yeah, I feel stuff. like Le'Veon's a bit bitter um, since since he set
1: out with the Jets uh, after getting that contract. Um, he hasn't been his his same all-pro self since he's been on the Steelers, so he's a few years removed from that type of player in my opinion he's washed up and if he if kansas city can't get him involved in the offense um it'll be tough to see another team give him a chance for being a <clears throat> back at least so i'm gonna crack
2: my modello yeah and where, where are y'all's bums um my bum of the week is Porzingad. also now he's i call him
0: Porzingrook. Group. is he the new pandemic oh, P? yeah
2: i do like i like that um he um so seven foot three, and he's like pulling up on fast breaks when he's all by himself and shit. Um, can't rebound. He went um, in game six. He went seven points, five rebounds, three assists. Game five, he went eight points, six rebounds, zero assists. Um, just all around pretty bummy. He's kind of a um, big letdown from what us mouse fans were expecting of him. Um, I would say he's a big part of the reason we lost that series. Um, which R.I.P. F's in the chat.
0: Um, but, yeah, he's my bum this week. Sponsored by Dora, of course. Yes. Thank you. Sponsored Thank by you. Dora. Um, yours truly, Thank you. my bum of the week. Once again, sponsored by Dora is <laughs> Thank Mr. You again. Donnie Nelson, the GM of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, he's mostly my bum, not only because he's failed to build around stars such as Dirk. I've uh, never really had all-star teammates around him. Um, wasted a lot of his prime years, but also you know with Luka and this past season, not really changing anything. In fact, worsening the team with the Seth Curry Richardson trade that didn't work out at all. Uh, and also missing out on guys in the draft, such as you know Sadiq Bay, Desmond Bain, both drafted right before the Mavs picks. You know they might have could have traded up for them, but they played pass, uh, not passionate, uh, passive, and they didn't get it. And we really didn't improve much other than our own players uh, developing and. Not only that, but mostly because he kind of called out Luca, um, in the you know end of season interviews, he said that he has to develop as a passer and get more guys involved. Um, that just kind of worries me because that makes me think that he didn't watch the series at all. <laughs> um, watching you know Richardson, Hardaway, or anyone else really handle the ball uh, was just miserable. That series that they did not create anything. Um, I mean. The stats point out that guys shoot literally ten percent or something like that better off of you know passes from Luca. Uh, you know that's showing they're just wide open, and so really saying that kind of kind of questionable throwing your star under the bus in that situation. So he's my of the week. Yeah, it's tough to question Luca
1: after all he's done for us this season. Um, it's obviously tough. We came up short to the Clippers, but I think at this point we got to regroup and figure out what we're doing. Um, and beer, uh three and four, we're gonna get more in depth to the, in the Mavs off season. Uh, I'm excited to talk about potential free agents targets. Uh, we'll talk about Donnie Nelson a little more, um, but for now, I'll give you my beast of the week, and that I got
2: uh, sponsored by me. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm
1: sorry. Sponsored With, what by what was your record? Ethan. Eight
0: and one. Uh, yeah, months? eight and one, eight wow. and one.
2: That's a record. Well, yeah, I went off. Probably not going to have a better week
0: than eight, that. Eight and one. I went seven and two and door uh, Bumming three two. Yeah, so, I mean so, everyone positive. Still, still above five hundred, so I'll take it. But Definitely Still not. Not what I'm
1: going for. Um, but my beast of the week is Jacob DeGrom. He absolutely is on a tear. He has he has less earned runs and he or he has more hits and he does earned runs this year. So he has five or RBI's. More RBI's, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think he has five RBI's. He has four earned runs for the whole season. He has a .56 ERA with over a hundred strikeouts, which is the record for ten starts. I think
0: Low, lowest ERA. Wow,
1: sheesh. Yeah, he's he's. He's absolutely insane. And we already knew that, but this week especially, he's just showed, uh, just showcased his, his skills. He's pitched 13 innings this past week, has 21 strikeouts and zero earned runs, four hits. So, on an absolute tear. Any fantasy owners with him are really happy right now. Although he did leave his last start um, a bit early, I think they, it was just uh, precautionary. But he is my beast of the week. And you probably throw him in beast of the week every week.
2: Nice. Uh, my Beast of the Week brought to you by myself. Um congrats. Thank you. Um Christian Pulisic, uh the USA men's national team, um got a nice win over Mexico in the CONCACAF or however you say it, league final on the other night, three to two. He had a clutch um penalty kick in uh double extra time. <clears throat> um top right corner, beautiful. Love to see the uh banged it, top bins. Where's that top game bins? Played? Here I don't know where, but I feel like in the were, states I'm pretty there's sure there's a lot of uh, Mexico fans, right? <sighs> yeah, that's how it goes. That's for me. i
1: was thinking it maybe it wasn't here.
2: Um, but yeah, he clutched up. Mexico ended up having another PK opportunity after that, which was bummy. I didn't think that was a foul. But um, the backup goalie, I don't, I forget his name. Corbet. Um, yeah, he had a clutch save,
0: um, so he could also be the beast. But I'm gonna give it to Pulisic. Unfo- but, unfortunately, that game got overshadowed by that bummy ass. Uh, Mayweather Logan Paul fight. Yeah, that was so bummy. Yeah, anyone who spent money on that and the the fact that Mayweather took home
1: like a hundred million dollars in twenty five minutes of shitty boxing, um, just goes to show that you can make money doing whatever. So yeah. it's kind of bummy. That was also going to be one of my bums of the week potentially. Just that fight in general because I watched it, I streamed it. I, I mean, I didn't did pay say, for it. I wouldn't pay for it. But so you
0: illegally streamed it. Illegally streamed it, so... No, he doesn't mean that. No, I mean it. he doesn't mean that. Was that it for Beast of the Week for you, Ed? Yeah. I mean, Floyd Mayweather does say he's the best at legalized bank robbing, and that's what, literally what he did on Saturday. Yeah. So Logan Paul, too. Like, he just finessed so much money, and... and yeah. It's pretty bummy. They just my, my Beast of the Week will be, uh, you know, not... Pretty mavs heavy episode, also going to be uh, Luka Doncic. He asserted himself as the playoff dominator, um, which is really exciting to see. He nearly single-handedly defeated you know, a much deeper star-studded Clippers team. Uh, he averaged 35.5 points per game, 10.3 assists, and nearly 8 rebounds. And he's actually the playoff all-time NBA leader with 33.5 points per game. Uh, that's only through 13 games, but still pretty crazy uh, at that young age that he's over Michael Jordan in that category. He's leading Go for off. points per game? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so he's my beast of the week. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll have many more to come as well. Yeah, I'm going to give a little
1: update on the NBA series right now. we got the 76ers uh, after dropping game, game one in Philadelphia. They bounced back and won the last two this week. Um, they won in Atlanta last night. It was uh, They dominated the game pretty much. All night long, uh, Joel Embiid just showed his dominance. He got in foul trouble a little early, but he finished with twenty-seven, nine, and eight. And um, towards the end of the game, it wasn't really, uh, it wasn't really close at all. Um, I feel like Trey Young struggled. He still had twenty-eight points, but he struggled to get in a rhythm, get things going. I feel like if the only chance the Hawks will have a uh, opportunity to advance to the next round is if, if Trey Young really gets going. He needs to, he needs to get more people involved. Uh, Bogdanovich and uh, Kevin Herter gotta start making shots. I think DeAndre Hunter is really a X factor here that he's he he tore partially tore his meniscus, so he's gonna have off season surgery probably to repair that. But um he, he's the guy that they normally throw on the, the opposing team's number one player as far as if it's a wing. So you're looking um, he'd be he'd probably be guarding Tobias Harris in this playoff series. Tobias Harris has been playing really well, so I think that hurts him that uh, they don't have DeAndre Hunter moving forward. The um, Suns-Nuggets game the Suns have looked great Chris Paul and Devin Booker have really been Something special this year DeAndre Ayton's also playing really well yeah. um, I feel like Nuggets uh,
0: This is a time where they just really show That they're missing Jamal Murray Yeah, the Suns are a really fun team to watch um, They truly have Like their role players All play their role so well like, You look at Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges You know, they're both kind of the gritty 3 and D type guys And they play that role so well Devin Booker, obviously, is going to score, and Chris Ball, the closer he is. DeAndre Ayton is actually, you know, almost, you can almost say outplayed Jokic in some sort of games, but he's really uh, done really well. 30 player out of Arizona. Um, yeah, and their bench also, Cameron Payne. Not my favorite player, but he's going off for them. So they yeah, got a whole I, team I, deal going. I do on. not like watching Cameron Payne. I don't know what it is about his game, but
1: I just, I just, I just always cringe when he pulls up for that little lefty shot he does, or whatever he's doing. All
0: of the uh, shots never look like they're going in, but some of them. Yeah, do. Um, Thursday's games,
1: uh, the Net, Nets took an L against the Bucks, so a lot of people thought the Nets might come out and just sweep the Bucks after they were dominant in both uh, games in Brooklyn. Um, the Bucks looked—they looked like they had some uh, momentum. They looked like they were playing tough defense, and obviously, it helped playing in Milwaukee, but. Um, the Nets did struggle shooting. I was—they only scored 11 points in the first quarter. That's something you don't see from the Nets after dropping at least 60, you know, in the first half of the past two games. The Bucks
0: scored—was uh, it 30 in the first, and they only ended up with 86. Yeah, so
1: it's kind of a low-scoring game for these two teams. Uh, I think the the line was set at like 230, 231, or something, maybe 223, and they, they hit 169. Yeah, so. Jeez really low there. Um Chris Milton had a great game, 35 points, 15 boards. Um I feel like the only way Brook or the Milwaukee has a chance in this series is if they win the next game um tomorrow in Milwaukee. I feel like is it tomorrow? Yes, yeah. it is yeah. tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Um Sunday. I feel like that's a crucial game cuz you don't want to go back to Brooklyn. That's when they'll, they'll get the momentum. They already Steve Nash already said that James Harden's going to sit game 4. Um so they'll get him probably back for Game 5. I'm expecting that series to be a 3-1, favoring Brooklyn. They if the range. Nets go up 3-1, I can't see Harden playing. That is true. I feel like they might just let him rest if they get up. And for our last game on Thursday, to recap for this uh, past couple of days, uh, Jazz took down the Clippers, so they're leading the series 2-0 right now. Um, they're playing as we speak, and they're actually down by 14 in the fourth quarter to the Clippers. So... Looks like that series might be uh, going to two one in favor of the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell has been on an absolute tear. He has thirty tonight already. Um, It's been really excited to watch him play, and I mean they've only lost one game this postseason. That was the one game they didn't have Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, um, Jazz are a really deep team. They really
0: brought the intensity after giving up a a three
1: one lead last last year to the Nuggets in the bubble.
0: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. they also have made. Eight, 17 or eighteen straight uh, plus threes in like five straight games. Yeah, which is NBA record as well. well they got guys that can drain shots. Yeah, they really got some exciting players to watch. I like
1: watching Bogdanovich and uh, Jordan Clarkson's <coughs> always fun, so quick and obviously Don Mitchell's insanely athletic. Um, I feel like Rudy Gobert is obviously uh, really um, undervalued or just underrated at this point, just because. Um, I mean. He's been locking down the opposing players down low, getting those boards, getting those blocks. and. Are you underrated if you win multiple defensive MVPs? I mean, not in that sense, but as far as, like, I feel like they don't mention Gobert for what the Jazz are doing. in their success, it's always Donovan Mitchell. Um, but, I don't know. You could go both ways with that. Uh, tomorrow we got two games on the slate. Suns Nuggets play at 7 in Denver. Um, Suns lead that series 3-0, and then Nets, Bucks, like we said, play tomorrow at 2 in
0: Milwaukee. Series at 2-1 favoring the Nets. Um Yeah, so I'm, I'm wrapping
1: up beer 1 right now.
0: Uh, also, to be quite frank for the show, uh, Dor had a shotgun twice, one for being bummed of the week, and also we had a side bet going on that I would not hit 5 of my 9 locks, which mm-hmm. I indeed hit mm-hmm. 7. So he had a shotgun twice, and Wad missed his uh, shotgun. Magic uh, for word. For m- missing magic word. Yeah. I believe Thor has a magic word this episode. Yes. Um, so, I, you know, I don't think it's been said yet. It takes Write it down. You should probably write it I down. I need to see it in writing, please. <laughs> or not see it, but... But, uh... <clears I throat> What's
2: the deal with um, them giving out the uh, offensive and defensive players of the year awards, like, randomly? Oh, from-
0: NBA? Yeah. Yeah, it's Don't they have, weird. like, a ceremony I, for They that? usually had a show... I don't know. They've always been inconsistent with it.
2: Like, they just had it in his, like, locker. It was like, like, surprising. I was, Rudy I was
0: a locker. big fan of, uh, um, like, when Derrick Rose won. They usually did it right before, like, the playoffs started. Like, I remember Derrick Rose, when he won it. he had, a, you know, the home crowd. Like, he had his MVP trophy in front of all of them. That's how my favorite way. Then they had a award show for a bit. Um, but Jokic did bring home an MVP. That's a good point why I had to, uh, call up. They gave, they gave him the trophy uh, yesterday in Denver, and I mean yeah, but Go Bears kinda... they just
2: like gave it to him in the locker room. Did you see that? Yeah, they just like put it on his like desk or his chair or whatever in the locker. I room. I mean, when
0: you win three, it's not really. I mean, big it's big deal. still yeah. like Here's a pretty big one deal.
1: Stuck on the mantle, uh, but yeah, Jokic won MVP. Go Bear, Go Bear won uh, Defense Player of the Year. Jordan Clarkson got Sixth Man of the Year. Am I missing any? come back rookie of the year hasn't improved, come out yet most improved I think Julius Randle won Julius that. Randle brought home that yeah so coach of the year sense. is uh, Tom Thibodeau yeah and then oh, nice. something we didn't touch on or we kind of mentioned but Julio was traded to the Titans um, I think that'll be exciting to watch him play um, he said he was he was wanting to go to a, a contender and that he was quote unquote out of there when asked by Shannon on. <laughs> dude that was so disputed if he was coming back to Atlanta so, so that was pretty funny yeah, um, I think that wraps up beer one. We're gonna
0: go ahead and get into trivia. Um, Nick, could you tally out, dish out those beers? I can. Yes. Uh, so trivia. Doors gonna be sitting at under five hundred for a bit at three and five. Yeah. Wad's got to defend his title right here at four and three for being first. And then I'm sitting at three and four, so I gotta <coughs> hope to match Wad and go four and four. Yeah, Wad's been on. A I feel tear. like my uh, my downfall's coming soon. Hey, don't say that. Don't say that. You is. Actually, it is. <laughs> I Actually, it is. I'm the, about to go. Thor yeah, said the questions were hard today, so that means sports. I'm beats too loose. Well, yeah. I mean, it really depends what the questions are. All right, guys. So we got answer. five questions. Um,
1: and if y'all are both clueless on maybe one or two of these, I'll give y'all some hints. But five questions. First one's going to be... Type them out. First one's going to be NBA... Second one is also going to be NBA. We you have doubles? Yes, you have one double. Third is going to be MLB. Fourth will be uh, somewhat geography slash, it's kind of a beer question. And the fifth will be, uh, I'll say, a pop culture kind of music question. All right. So, five categories, two NBA categories, and then I have three tiebreakers in case y'all... Um, I don't think we're going to need the tiebreakers, so, but oh, let's go. First question. We mentioned Rudy Gobert has won three Defense Play of the Year awards. This year winning his third. There are two other players with uh, more with four Defense Play of the Year awards. Who are they? Both. There's two players? Yeah. Whoever, I mean, you can just his name. Whoever <laughs> gets two, gets a
0: right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Holy oh fuck. Gosh. fuck! That's crazy. They're Which good. is ha- oh, the, that was the Rangers. Poster. Oh my god! Yeah, we just had it. scared me. Just had a accident. accident. R.I.P.
2: uh eardrum users. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this is probably wrong, but I think I, I have mine written down. All right, Ethan, you got an answer? Hmm. No, it's yeah. definitely not right. Four award. Four. They've won it four times. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I know why
1: it's not going to be right, so...
0: Yeah, but you got to get both.
1: All right, I want to hear... I right? Hear you it. have
2: to get both or just whoever has more?
1: Yeah, I want to see it written down or something for both of y'all. I have it written down, All
0: right. but... Um, Nick, actually, yeah. who you got? Hold on. All right, I have Michael Jordan and Dikembe Mutombo. Okay. Ethan, who you got?
2: <laughs> Fuck, I don't know why I just didn't say Jordan. <laughs> I
0: have um, Serge Ibaka. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: that Big was... Serb. And Tim Duncan. <laughs>
1: We are both incorrect for both of them, but Nick did get one of them. Dikem and Mutombo won four.
0: Uh, ben Wallace also won four. So. Dude, fuck. I had Jordan Wallace, and then... You scratched out Wallace. I scratched out Wallace. <laughs> but I, at least I scratched it with the right one. All Jordan, right, so. I thought he won four. He won three? So... Shoot. So is that darn. a point? No. And you didn't give me a chance to double in the beginning, but it's fine. Were you going to double? I... I Probably was, yeah. You were? Okay, well, so You we don't case, get your double then. I'm, yeah, I'm counting zero points. Oh. No. You only got one out of two. <laughs> this is not after the thought.
2: Well, you said you had to get both.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but I also said, like. Alright, it's fine. Just zero-zero. Zero. applying. Okay. If it's zero-zero. That's zero-zero. I'll give it a half point so it was a tie, Nick wins. but. Okay, that's fine. <sighs> Alright, whatever. <laughs> Alright, question number two. I'll double right here. NBA? Yes, NBA. I'll double. Ethan? has no. Out of the remaining eight teams in the playoffs, who is the postseason leader in points per game for this year's playoffs? Why,
2: why? So, this year's playoffs? Yeah,
1: so this year's playoffs of the remaining teams, who's leading in points per game?
2: Uh... Okay,
1: I got it. So, it's not Luka because they're out. Is
2: out. Oh, player? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay.
0: Um... Points per game, correct? Not total points.
1: Correct. Hmm. I hope I right. Oh, I think Nick knows it. That clarification.
0: Okay. I have Devin Booker. That was a little hint. Okay, Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan
1: Mitchell is correct. Let's go. He's I was about to say that. Thirty-two point seven. How, where's um, KD? Is he second? I get scared of my. I, I don't that. have the list in front of me, but yeah, it was Katie, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell. We're all up there. Uh, <clears throat> Durant was up there too. Um, all right, two and a half to zero. Yeah, he did double that. So Nick, you need or Ethan, you need to clutch up here. Um, so be sure to use one of those doubles. You're not right. that guy, You're <laughs> Not
2: that
1: guy. All right, question number three: MLB. Do we have any doubles? No. Yeah, I'll double.
2: Me, me,
1: me. All right, that's negative points for trying to <laughs> cheat, so it's back to 0-0. Zero, zero. All right, who was the first MLB pitcher to throw a ball 100 miles an hour plus?
0: How do, they, how do you determine this? Like a radar gun back then?
2: Yeah. First recorded over 100 miles an hour. I mean, I can't even name old pitchers. So when was a radar
0: gun invented? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what that was. Can we get a hint on this one for a radar gun? Because this is a big, you know, difference. Just give no. us. I mean, I'll give us a twenty-year. I'll tell you, he played timeline. Huh? Like, like, give us an era. Nineteen seventies plus. So it's not okay. <laughs> all right. That helps because you know.
2: Oh, I was it's assuming. Cy, they Young, a radar right. Cy Young
0: might have thrown gas. back So <laughs>
1: Babe Ruth. Um, all right, I'll say nineteen nineties plus.
0: Nineteen nineties plus. <clears throat> yeah, give y'all some help. <clears throat>
1: he
2: played. Okay. In, Doesn't help. Whatever you're about to say doesn't help.
0: Alright, I got mine. Probably wrong. I don't I'm not confident in it. Okay. Alright, Ethan, are you locking them in? Uh
2: yeah. I'm just gonna keep it hometown friendly.
0: Oh, so we the same. Nolan Ryan? I also have
1: Nolan Ryan. And that is correct. Let's go. So we gotta go in here. It's at three to one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna disallow that half point, so I'm just gonna say that it doesn't count, just so we have a ball game. <laughs> All right, <laughs> um, I was get body. This is why I'm three four. No, nah, that's that's cap. All right, question one of my four. losses four. on it. Rock paper scissors. This is that's half geography. That. <laughs> that's a big double, though. So <laughs> should have been fun run. Should have been fun. Oh, run. Been oh fun run. yeah, yeah. All right, question four. This is half geography, half beer question related question. question I'd say. I guess uh, I'll double it. Double make mm-hmm. your out of doubles unless you're trying to cheat again um, <coughs> which country point. ranks number one in in beer consumed per capita um, and I haven't cracked beer three yet so okay. I'm cracking it. or two I'm sorry wow I'm, I'm slacking
0: you're slouched
1: I've been I've been teasing y'all with questions over here Uh, per capita per capita I'll give y'all ten seconds <sighs> Most beer per capita.
2: Um, I have a solid guess, but I don't know. Mine's how. wrong,
0: but fuck it. I said <laughs> Belgium.
2: Oh, that's a, not a bad guess. I said Ireland. Or oh. right, what if I gave y'all both another guess? I'm gonna say Germany's too big. I'm All gonna right,
0: say what countries. Can I just whisper to you? No. Wait, what? Because I don't know the country the city's in.
2: What? You can't... Just, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, you have to give a country. You can't say no, the city. y'all
0: keep guessing. I'm just going to... first one. To no, guess it, England,
2: like... Scotland. No, that's not that <laughs> fire. <laughs> um, us Dr- both get Let's just get it wrong. France,
0: Spain. Those are per big
2: countries.
0: countries? <laughs> Those are huge countries. Fucking Scotland. It is the Czech Republic. Wow, never was yeah, never. never was gonna guess that. that. So 138. Did you expect us to get that right? I mean,
1: yeah, maybe. I figured Ethan might <laughs> What source says? Uh, this is. Uh, there's multiple sides. One of the, one of the sides did say 138 liters per capita, though, is consumed. So. so it's
0: official. Uh, Six Pack Sports Talk, probably episode you know 37. We'll be in the Czech Republic. Yeah, we're going to be
2: traveling. Bulling. Six Pack World
0: there. Tour. Yeah, so you
1: know, all of our fans down in the Czech Republic. Y'all get ready. We're we're going worldwide. Um, all right, question five. No, so the dub there. for Nick. No, question five is worth three points.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but yeah. Well, Wad? You no, know, Wad stepped on your throat last episode. It's I mean, actually worth three and a half points. Sorry, <laughs> um, right. I'll it give it I'll 5-0? give Nick the
2: W on this one. Yeah, come on. Just read it for fun. Just
1: yeah. No, this is and get this, this the tie. Is for tie. This is for the tie. If it's a tie, we're going to tiebreaker, because I'm telling you right now, tiebreaker questions favor Nick, but, I mean, you can pull some shit, so, all right, which <laughs> cocktail was made famous by rapper Snoop Doggy Snoop Dog in the 1990s?
0: Cocktail?
2: Mm-hmm. Gin and juice? Oh, yeah. And that's a
0: song, but I don't know what's in it. Gin that. and juice. Well, that's my answer. Ethan, you shouldn't have said that out loud. Thank you, boy. Why?
1: I don't, I don't think Nick was going to get I was that. not going to get it. Was yeah. get it Wait, was well, that not the answer? It is that's the answer. It's the answer.
2: Well it doesn't matter. He already won. Yeah, that's I mean I was
1: worth three, so I guess the oh, final was well, three I w- i was not playing that well. <laughs> <laughs> Tiebreakers were what number
0: is Nicole Jokic? Oh my gosh. Wad. Thirty one. Wad, another try. Divided by two. Ish. Eleven. Seventeen?
2: No. Oh. That's close.
1: Fifteen? Yeah, there 15. you go. That's my favorite number what too. What college yeah. did Donovan Mitchell go to? Dude, the okay, KZ McGee's my favorite. I know, but it was. I mean, Casey State close, didn't get this far, and then what is the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. So you like those are just, th- yeah, those are walking park.
2: Coco <laughs> Mabogun, Mike
0: Malone. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, it's true. It's All true. right, so Malone. Ethan's gonna shotgun. I'll right. go right on the board. Well
2: deserved. Those those
1: questions may favored Nick. There. No
2: shit, they favored Nick. Well, oh. you, got,
1: you got number five if you, you
2: know, well, I, I I don't even know if that's a cocktail either.
1: All right, we're updating the beer or the board. Excuse me, finishing our beers. Ethan's about to shotgun, but we'll be back for beer number three. All right, folks,
2: I just had to shotgun uh, for taking a brutal L to Nick. <coughs> it moves me to four and four, tied with Nick for four and four, leading the pack yes, against bum. the bum of the week himself, uh, Mister Dorsey. Yes, sir. Um, you're here. Yeah, so go ahead, take it away. We're getting into some like trade hypotheticals and shit.
1: Yeah, so I think Correct. we're gonna break down the Mavs. It's uh, kind of the regular season and their off season. What they're hoping to get into, what we're hoping that that they're getting into, as far as uh, free agent targets, trade, maybe packages or hypotheticals. Um, just really hope going to gonna talk about yeah. where we hope this team goes. Should we start
0: with Next. trade targets? Yeah. Like so, for me, I think Bradley Beals Clearly, the guy to go here for trade-wise, he's on his last year of his contract. Um, He's at that age where you know you kind of do for a trade. You know, late 20s, last year contract. It's it kind of just perfectly works out. He's exactly what the Mavs need. Uh, He's a good perimeter defender as well. Crack heavy. um, You know, a guy that can score on his own doesn't you know need assists actually to score. So I really think the match go all in i know the wizards have been monitoring kp so i think there's definitely an option there to maybe swap those guys but uh, that's my biggest trade target other than that um
2: as a secondhand wizards fan i I like that a lot
0: yeah uh another guy you you might want to consider um cj mccollum i know the blazers are kind of in a tough spot because they've they've clearly gone nowhere with their backcourt uh, they were playing well before C.J. McCollum returned from his injury. And when he came back, I think they lost like two of, 2 of 11 or something like that. And they didn't get it done in the playoffs. And so I think C.J. finally might be out of there. Um, I don't think they're going to move Dame anytime soon. So um, those two guys are mainly the guys that I would love that uh, trade for. Yeah, Blazers, Blazers parted away with uh, former Mavs
1: assistant coach Terry Stotts. Um, I think he had led them to the playoffs in the last like seven or eight seasons. But unfortunately they didn't get past the Western Conference Finals, which they only got to one time. Um so I'm i I think they're gonna kinda blow it up there in Portland. I don't know if they necessarily trade Dame away, but I I wouldn't be surprised if CJ uh you know, got kicked out and got traded, maybe Nurkic too, some of the other guys. Um
0: Yeah, I just don't see them keeping the same team. It's clearly not worked. So. Honestly,
1: I'd love to see Dame Dalla on another team. Um, I feel like he's going to end up in L.A. somehow, some way. That'd be bummy.
2: That would be so bummy. But,
1: yeah, CJ McCollum is someone I hope the Mavs have have their eye on just because he, he can score in volume. He's a good shooter, and I think he's a good off-ball player. He would be a good off-ball player to Luka like he is to Damian Lillard. Um, it's good that he already like knows that role well. Yeah, he doesn't need the ball in his hands at all times. He just knows he's there, you know, second second guy in line just to give buckets. But like Nick said, Bradley Bill for me is the dream target. Um, it is tricky because he does only have one year on his uh, contract left, like Nick said. But if it did work to be some sort of trade package, that could uh, line up nicely because um, KPs do like thirty five million. Over the course of the next three years, um, it's three years, ninety-five million, if I'm not mistaken. So, around thirty million a year. I think Bill's making just over thirty million in his final year of the contract. Probably looking to sign a max deal. He's twenty-six, so yeah, definitely still a great young player. Um, uh, he's also been dealing with some injuries. He was dealing with a hamstring injury during the playoffs, but he fought through that. I mean, I just really like his game. He can. Uh, turn it on. I think he's a good teammate. He looks like he's always just out there competing, just trying to get it done.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I'll say before we get into these trade hypotheticals, uh, for me as an optimist, I'm looking forward to KP having a healthy off season. Uh, he hasn't had that in the past three seasons, and so it's an actual chance for him to get better, maybe get a little stronger. Um, uh, just you know, rather than just rehabbing and getting back to where he was before. <clears throat> Uh, I'm looking forward to, if we do keep him, um, the potential for him to actually expand on his game a bit. I think
1: number one thing for the Mavs, they just, they need to go balls to the wall this off season, whether it be this year or next year, because when, after Luka's four-year max deal is up, whenever they sign him to that extension this, this summer, because he was asking, he was asked in the, uh Whatever you call it, the postseason uh, interviews. Um, just if he was planning on signing with the Mavs, his offseason, his extension, and he just kind of he just kind of grinned and said, you know, I think you know the answer to that. Um, so I think we're in good hands there. My only uh, thing I'm concerned about is that they don't put the right parts around him, and that Luka's is going to want to leave Dallas come 2025 or whenever that will be. Uh, if they don't put the right pieces. Pieces in place for him to succeed and for him to have good players around him because, frankly, you can't do it all. You see that with the Nets; like you're going to have to have somewhat close to a super team to compete with these type of players, t- these type of teams when they have three, you know, first team All NBA caliber players in their starting lineup, yeah, like, like the Nets do.
0: Facts. So agreed. I mean, at the end of the day, he wants to win, and you know, Donny Nelson, Mark Cuban, and the front office have to you know give him a team to work with. Um, to help us get more wins, um, it's good that you saw a development improvement this year with the record and with um, the seeding. But you know the result was the same, getting bounced in the first round. And so it's time to start making moves and you know shaping the team around him. I mean, you got the hardest part down. You got the superstar to build around. That's really what you want as a GM. So it's really just making the other moves now to build around.
1: Yeah, and although Luka's only 22, I think um, these this time is crucial just because you want him to you don't want him to have a bad taste in his mouth every off season getting bounced in the first round because we don't have the right players around him and the uh, second best player is putting up seven points in a playoff game like KP was doing uh, you just can't have that and i i mean i want to be optimistic with Porzingis but there's a point where uh, you know he's better off just trying to trade away trying to get what we can for him at some point and i think we're just about up that at that point i think a lot of mass fans are are just put up and they're just disappointed what they've seen in chris ups because he's had a high ceiling he, he was all-star selection on the knicks and i think he at this point i think he's peaked already unfortunately i don't i don't know if he has that uh, mentality that aggression to be dominant like like he was showing flashes of with New York. Um, I, I think he might be better in a different system where he can do more penetration, get the ball more in his hands. Not that the, he doesn't get the opportunity, but playing off of Luca um, at this point, he's just a shooter out there, and he hasn't been shooting well. He's a bum, or at least not consistently. So, yeah. Ethan says he's a bum. Uh, Ethan, what do you think they should do with KP this offseason?
2: Um, I mean, I know it's not, like, possible, really, but I think anything you can do to get rid of them. And, yeah, like, someone like Beal, I fuck with heavy. Um, You're I do guys? Heavy.
0: heavy. Heavy. Oh, I
2: thought, you, I thought I heard something else. <laughs>
1: yeah, so some other trade targets the Mavs um, could look at is Andrew Wiggins. He's a guy out there who could be a good wing player. I think he knows his role type deal. Um... Still, a really young guy, uh, Air Canada, if you will. Um, me personally, I would love the Mavs to go out and get some veteran player to help help uh, who's been there in the postseason. Wow. Who's been there before can kind of help look out with that experience. Um, and those guys, in my opinion, that'd be cool if we got maybe Derek Rose or Kevin Love. Both guys are probably pretty washed up at this point, but they could add a spark and just some, some veteran presence in the locker room and such. Um, something that I don't think you're getting from Bobon or um, some of the other guys on the team are just not as vocal. Um, Mike Conley's another guy. I would he's, love Mike Conley. He's being paid a lot, and honestly, I'm not a great – I'm not a big fan of his contract and just, like, his production, but he would, I think he would be a good, just smart team player. He would bring the intensity every night, and when he's out there, he's doing all he can. I've, just I've, another ball handler out there who can guard.
0: I've always seen Mike Conley as kind of like a poor man's Chris Paul. Um, <laughs> kind of a similar role. He doesn't score a lot. He doesn't exactly, you know, put up huge assist numbers. But, you know, he's always been a winning player down in Memphis. He, they won a lot of games there. They were part of that great grind, Memphis teams. Um, great finisher. Can finish with both hands. Kind of ambidextrous with the shooting. Uh, love, love that guy. Love love him for, a, you know, kind of team culture setting. Uh, Like you said, Boban, you know, he's a great guy if you want to have fun. But, you know, when it comes to winning, you might want to look at other avenues, you know, personally.
1: Yeah, I I just don't understand how Boban's, a lot of games he's getting uh, coaches' decisions not played at all. Zero minutes, whatever, maybe average like, I don't know, 10 minutes a game um, when he did play. But, and then come playoffs, although the Clippers did change their lineup and went kind of small ball, Mavs kind of um, took that, started Boban was playing, we're playing Boban 30 plus minutes a game when he hasn't played a game 30 plus minutes all season just about so I feel like that's something just kind of questioning I mean I guess Rick Carlisle just because if you're throwing a guy out there who doesn't have the type of chemistry same. I feel like he just slowed down the pace of the game and although he is productive in small increments um I think it's just a different flow of the game out there when he's in there because he's not, he's not he can't I mean he can't shoot out, outside the paint, so it's just you are just handicapping yourself there.
0: The whole Boban was kind of a big failure in my opinion for Rick Carlisle. Uh, it worked for a bit in Game Five, and you know the zone that they ran, but you know playoffs are all about adjustments, and the Clippers clearly made their adjustments, and it just did not work in Game Six nor Game Seven. I felt like we wasted a lot of offensive possessions just trying to force feed into Bobon. Boban. I think game five, game six, he shot like five for thirteen. Um, and the Mavs have one of the more efficient offenses in NBA history. They broke that record last year, uh, which was broken again by the Nets this year, I think. Um, and so, really, I just didn't understand why we're force feeding Boban in the most crucial games of the season. When in games one and two, uh, he didn't play at all, and you know we just played our offense and. You know, outplay the Clippers. I think we just went away from our game too soon, and really didn't adjust after the adjustment. Yeah,
1: I agree. I mean, I understand being into Boban if he's playing against one of the Morris twins down low, who's got like a six-inch, uh, you know, hand on. But that's not the time to try to get comfortable, try to work things in during the playoffs. I feel like that's something you need to partake in during the regular season, so you can get ready for these points. Because I just, I just. Didn't like, but went out there during our crunch time trying to get... when Especially when we were down, because I feel like he just... Because he does slows slow the game down. down. The pace of the game. So. Yeah. That's um, not what
0: you want when you're trying to come back.
1: I got some trade packages for these guys, uh, all which are involving KP. He's been the hot topic so far. Um, so I'm just going to ask you both these trade packages. You just kind of give me yes or no. Uh, feel free to add anything you might want to. But first trade package I'll ask Ethan. It's going to be... Kristaps uh, Porzingis obviously, and Josh Green, or excuse me, KP and Trey Burke for Capella and Gallinari from the Hawks. So these are these are trades I pulled online. They match up with the contracts. Um, you're these are to the Hawks. so You're getting Capella, uh, center, who's going to pull down 14, 15 boards a night. Uh, pretty limited offensively, in my opinion. And then Gallinari, 32 uh, year old veteran player. Can knock down some shots, but he's also pretty, pretty limited, uh, just mobile wise, just working in defense and everything. So
2: um, I do like Trey Burke. I think I would take that though. Um, Capella, I thought I may be misremembering, but he was kind of a bum with Houston, wasn't he, or was he Deese? I feel like he's better with um, the Hawks
0: than he is. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of progressed on the Hawks. Um, really, all he was with the Houston Rockets was just kind of Harden's pick and roll guy. Yeah, and we catch a couple of ops. He's definitely been developing,
1: though. I think he's 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 played well with the Hawks. He'll have twenty plus rebound nights every once in a while. So that would be nice to have a guy down there that we knew we know can pull down those boards because that's something that Porzingis was not giving us, and obviously we have an inconsistency at the. How, center. how big is Capella? He, he, he's like six eleven, two fifty. But I mean, he's been holding his own with some some good centers out there.
2: Yeah, I'll take it.
0: Nick, I will say no. I would say yes if Gallinari played better, but he's really struggled this season. I think he's shooting like 30% in the playoffs from three. Um, He's clearly not really the player he was. He lost a step, and he didn't really have a step to begin with. Um, So at that point, it becomes KP and Capella, which, you know, this is where the argument comes in with... um, I know you want quick answers on this, so I'll be quick. Um, There's some cost sunk cost fallacy with kp like you know do we take the l now and trade him you know while he still has a pretty high ceiling or do we just realize that he's not going to get much better and just try to get rid of it as soon as you can um me personally i think he has a lot of room to grow um i think the talent's there i think he just has to put it together maybe get a little stronger um and i like his ceiling a lot more than capella long term so i'm gonna say no to that trade
1: I got you. Um, That trade is something I would definitely, if the Mavs were offered that by the Hawks, I feel like that's definitely something you gotta stop and um, just figure out as far as pros and cons and just what I would consider the table. Because I think having a big man down there like Capella, who Luca could have on the pick and rolls, throwing lobs and whatnot, getting those offensive boards, playing defense, and everything—that's something the Mavs haven't had in a while, um, maybe since Tyson Chandler. So. Uh, at least as far as on Capella's level, which I don't—I mean, I'm not saying he's an all-star, but he's definitely top, top on the upper, upper level of the centers in the league. Um, second trade package I got for y'all is KP to the Miami Heat for uh, Andre Iguodala and Goran Dragic. So you're trading—you're trading a guy who's 26 on a fat contract uh, with injury problems, you know. For two veteran guys, both on the end of their careers, but Goran Drogic especially can give you solid minutes, and they've both been in key situations, so you, you, I think you need a good, good team.
2: Uh, I think I would take that one as well. Like y'all were saying earlier, uh, veteran presence would um, be helpful to someone like Luka. I always like Drogic as well, um, a good wide guy that can ball. Um, I'm always in favor of, so I think I'll take that. Is he the is he the Slovenian Dragon?
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, but crazy. I'm saying no to that trade. Sorry.
2: Yeah,
1: I think I would probably say no on, to this trade. If I was the Mavs, I think both those players are... They're both like 34 plus, 35 maybe. So
0: I mean, if this was 2011, absolutely. Uh,
1: I think I would decline that until KP would be like 14. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but maybe 2000. What he got drafted 15, 2016. I'd probably take in 2016. Yeah, definitely. Iguodala and Dragic are definitely
1: guys I'd like to have on my team. But I don't know. I think the mask get more than for KP than just them two. Third trade I got for y'all is KP in a first round pick to the Lakers for Contavious Caldwell Pope, Montres Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma. Fuck uh, so, like, no,
0: no. I'm actually going to take that trade I hate uh, Kuzma so much KCP, I know Kuzma's a bum like I hate him He and KP are going to be on the Shanghai Sharks pretty soon <laughs> But uh, Facts. KCP can knock down shots He's gotten a lot better Montrezl Harrell's kind of As much BP it might have With the Mavericks, he's kind of a dream fit for them Getting rebounds, being tough and gritty And then uh, Kuzma's pretty bummy But you know he's a scorer And I would definitely take that trade
1: uh, initially, for me, this is one I would decline off the bat because I am not a fan of Kyle Kuzma, nor am I a fan of KCP or Montrezl Har- Harrell, really. But uh, the more I think about it, the more I think Kuzma and KP are almost like the same caliber player. They both take kind of ill-advised shots at points. They're all they're shooting behind the arc. Um, both tall, kind of sharp shooters. Like, Kuzma's a shooter. He's not going to drive to the basket like KP should. They're both bigger dudes. Like he should. Yeah, like they should. But if you throw KCP and Montrezl Harrell, although they're not great players, I think they I mean, Montrezl
0: Harrell is one, re- one year removed from six-man of the year. I mean, he was my bum of the week last episode, you know, no doubt. But That's I talk with the dreads. Yeah. Um, you know, he still can get you buckets and rebounds off the bench.
1: I think I would take that, although I'm not I, a fan
0: I, of the first round pick in that, but other than that, I don't oh, yeah, see Yeah, I that. forgot
1: about that, honestly. I don't know.
0: Alright, last trade package I got for y'all is KP and Josh
1: Green, who was in Mav's first round pick this year. First round correct? Yeah. For Andrew Wiggins. And this is a trade that I don't I don't even think the nugget that uh that the Warriors would offer this or accept this. Really? But, yeah.
0: I, are you that high on Wiggins or that low on KP? I'm
1: that low on KP.
0: Okay, I mean that to me. I that's... Think,
1: I think KP. KP fucks up the the Warriors. Just their. Chemistry. I would absolutely say no. I think Andrew Wiggins is better. I don't know what you think of Wiggins
0: them. is, but he's not that guy. I mean, KP's certainly certain not pal. that guy. KP's twenty five. Wiggins, Wiggins can I mean, defend. I also than young-ish. Than KP. Yeah, no doubt. What'd
2: you call him earlier? Air Canada? Air Canada. Air Canada. I like that.
1: Canadian Michael Jordan, apparently, but it didn't work out that way. Um, I,
0: I'll say no. That's what i say.
1: Yeah, <clears> Yeah, no. I think Andrew Wiggins would be a great addition to the Mavs. I think he can – The ceilings only – he's only getting better, in my opinion. He's, the only reason his stats went down is because he's sharing shots with Steph Curry. Um, but and he's really not that good, I think so. he's a good defender. I think he's someone who can score points as well, so throw him next to Finney-Smith and Doncic, and those are three wings who can guard. And uh, I mean, I think that's just a good piece for a starting five. I would definitely take him yeah. over KP at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, lastly,
0: let's, should we talk about free agents before yes. we go on?
1: Yes, but that's just me. So
0: That's fine. I think we all disagreed on each trade, so we got some good uh, opinions there if you're into that kind of thing, differing opinions. Uh, but let's go ahead, free agent targets I'll go quick uh, I think Mavs you gotta get a big man this off offseason uh, to play the 5 so KP can play the 4 if you plan to keep him uh, for me one guy that I think is really worth bang for the buck is gonna be Rashawn Holmes from the Sacramento Kings uh, he's got one of the best you know short little floaters from a big man I've ever seen personally uh, which is a shot you get a lot on a pick and roll uh, he can rebound he can defend and it's really tough and I like him a lot. And other than that, I like John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks. He's a restricted free agent, so it's up to this Atlanta Hawks if they want to match an offer. Um, so you really have to offer the max to push that, you know, push that deal I don't, over. I
2: don't, I don't think he's
1: worth the max.
0: He's probably not worth the max, but that's just the price he's going to be at. Um, that's true. And I think he would be an awesome. He's re- really one of the better pick and roll guys. He's the athletic, big. Uh, the only kind of negative mark on him is that he's not good defensively at all uh since he's too small to guard bigs and he's not that quick to guard wings, so he's kind of an awkward spot defensively, but I still really like him offensively um and my last big target that I want is uh miles turner uh dallas native um guy that can shoot kind of like similar to k p but a little more aggressive and a uh, better defender for sure yeah. Miles Turner, he's a beast. I think he averages like three and a
1: half blocks a game. Um, some free agent targets i like the Mavs to keep an eye on personally for me would be uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Norman Powell, um, Rashawn Holmes, like Nick said, and also Mitchell Robinson. Um, I think Tim Hardaway is something he's going to be a free agent this, this offseason, but that's something where they just need to monitor the market. I don't think they need to reach and overpay for Tim Hardaway, as loyal and as as good as a team player he's been for the Mavs. He hasn't always been consistent, so I don't think you need to overpay if he's if he's getting thrown, you know, twenty five million a year or whatever it might be with this uh, this cap we're seeing these days, um, which keeps going up. Uh, Torrey Craig is a player. Um, He's not going to give you a ton of minutes, but I think he does like uh, a lot of the small things. Monty Williams was saying that Torrey Craig does all the small things you you didn't think you need. He he's the guy that does them, so he can give you like decent minutes off the bench. That's a that's a player you're going to see eighth, ninth, tenth guy off the bench. But it's definitely something to look at if you're if you need depth, which I think the Mavs do. Um, Norman Powell is a guy. Just got, with him. Yeah, just got traded to the uh, Blazers, but if the Mavs could snag him up, uh, I would be thrilled. He's a guy that can defend. He can play the three. Um, he's undersized, but he can really guard and can also shoot from outside and penetrate. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie would be fun. I think he could be a great six man for the Mavs. Um, if, if not starting, he's a guy that can... Can dish out the ball. He can uh, keep the pace of the game going while Lucas on the bench, um, and he's just a smart player. He's a tall, tall point guard who can defend. So some guys uh, I like as far as uh, big go, Rashawn Holmes. Nick covered that guy, or he covered him. He's a um, he's a young center out there who can uh, just guard and he'd be. If he, he didn't play for Sacramento, he'd be a lot more well known. Yeah, personally, I like Never. I like Rashawn Holmes because. It seems like he's always playing with the chip on his shoulder, like he's always out there just yelling and screaming, which I think the, at this point the mouse could use. They could use a presence down low who's doesn't doesn't mind getting a little mean and dirty. Uh Mitchell Robinson's also a good good room protector. Um who I, I think could he pay, that RAM. Could pay dividends. He's Nick's missed him
0: this postseason, that's yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been dealing with some injuries. I think he broke his hand before the off season or before the playoffs. But um but yeah, so that's it for the Mavs mm-hmm. off season recap and just a season recap. I hope that we can kinda follow up on this as as we get more news and everything. Um I'm finishing up beer three right now. Been done. Yep, yep. Beer. So,
0: we're on to beer four. I'll crack right here. Why do you need a beer? Yeah. Alright, we'll pass them down, pass them around. Ready for beer four, let's go. Uh, did you crack them? Crack that slutter? Crack that medulla. Um, what do we got here? We have, we already updated NBA <clears> playoffs. <throat> uh, I think we're just going to give our rundown for the rest of the series prediction. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. That is correct, Thank you, sir. sir. Uh, should we? You want to start there? I would like to say in the NHL
1: quick update. Oh, NHL. The Islanders and Lightning have advanced. Uh, they're playing tomorrow at two p.m. Um, so that's on Sunday. That series. That'll be the first game of that series. And then on Monday, you got the Canadiens and Golden
2: Knights. Is this the Final Four? Yes. Oh, let's so, go. Yeah, we're in our conference frozen fours. Facts. I think Final um, Four is copyrighted, actually. Yeah. So we we'll have to bleep that out. But
1: I honestly like the Islanders. I thought they're they had a name one Islanders player. I can't. But they're <laughs> they're uh, when they're playing the Bruins, just their atmosphere at home. Like their fans are insane. Like they had some national anthem that went kind of viral just because like yeah. the, all the fans were.
0: Speaking of the um, Islanders,
1: in, it just they, they beat them like 6 to 2.
0: And they're so. speaking of the, of the Islanders and their home crowd, um I w- saw a list of like the worst stadiums in pro sports and they were number 1. Cuz I thought there was there was played in and Madison Square Garden, <laughs> but they don't. I would put Tropicana Field up as theirs for number 1.
2: They're uh but they've always been shitty, so it's kind of lit that they're like uh going off now this past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, hockey, like, arena or hockey atmospheres are electric. The Rangers played
0: Madison Square Garden, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they got the better end of that deal. That's good for them. Um, Is that our NHL update? (laughs) That's it. Pretty much. (laughs) There you go. Go Stars. Uh, Nets, Bucks, where do you see that in the... Uh, I kind of gave y'all a
1: little bit earlier, but I like the Nets... Uh, They play tomorrow at 2. I like the Nets winning in 5, I think. Especially if they get Harden back. Um, I mean, the the Nets just weren't playing good yesterday when they played. They scored, like I said, 11 points in the first. I don't see that happening again. I think Milwaukee will come out with a lot of pressure and just intensity at the beginning of the game. But I think towards the end, unlike last game, I feel like the Brooklyn will close out. Kyrie, KD... Um, I think they're going to play well together and get the dub tomorrow. So, I see them winning the series in five.
0: Five.
2: Um, I think I'll take them in six. I could see Milwaukee getting another game. That last game, though, was that the Budenholzer game where he was over ESPN and stuff? Heavy. Um, but I think that was You're kind of the week.
1: last <sighs> episode. I just said the Magic Warrior was heavy. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm sure we said that earlier. Shotgun. Door shotgun. Number
0: three denied. on the episode for door. Yeah, I wonder.
2: Um. Yeah. So. No. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Will Will Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. He was all over ESPN, like going Mike crazy. Budenhozer. Big Cat posted him. No, his son. Oh, Will. The His friends with the Sports Center. McConnell. Shout out Brandon. Sports Center. Big Cat posted him. He was like that, like celebrating yep. some shit. Snapchat. I assume I that was remember. the game that they won the other night. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, I think that game was an anomaly what for like scoring wise. I mean, that was super low. <clears throat> um. But I think I think the Bucks might win one more. Um, but yeah, with Harden, if if Harden's out, I think that's their best option. Maybe, maybe tomorrow night. I don't know. I, um, but I, I think it'll be Nets and Six.
0: I think we're sleeping on the Bucks personally. Um, they're a very good team, and if the Nets don't have Harden, then I would like the Bucks. I'm surprised they dropped those two games. Uh, I have the Bucks um winning tomorrow. Oh no! Wink, wink for my locks. No. Um, yeah. So a hot take. No, no Harden, bro. The Nets aren't that good as a team um, without Harden.
1: They're, they beat the they beat the Bucks by like thirty in game two without Harden. All
0: right, it's just as good as losing by one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It counts for one <laughs> loss. I've got the Bucks <laughs> plus one and a half. Bought here first. Bot. uh I know no one else has that bet going on, so I'm no just bucks. gonna be the Cuddy guy here. I got Nets and six eventually because Harden will come back, but without Harden, I favor the Bucks here. So I'm going then. but Nets and Six. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted.
1: Yeah, that was pretty bummy of a take. I'll, I must say.
0: Um, I mean, that's
2: not crazy. No, nah, it was bummy. Still, is the Nets winning?
0: I'm glad the bum of the week told me that. <laughs> I get any confidence in that take? I mean, considering I'm
1: like 14 games above you right now, so we're getting <laughs> to 12 games. Oh, I'm Let's sorry. Get it right. 12 games. Yeah, my bad. You're don't right. Can't 12 games. On. Thor um, can't count I take Cuddy alright Suns Suns and Nuggets I that game that's who's at <coughs> 3-0 who do y'all like winning tomorrow I think that
2: shit's sweeping
0: fuck it why not
2: I mean uh, yeah. really sweeping
0: I got Suns and 5 Nuggets are too good to get swept
1: um, I think they're not too good to get I think they're getting swept tomorrow Um, they just have looked awful Honestly, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter have not been shooting well Jogic had 32 and 20 last game And they still lost by like 17 points So he's doing all he can at home If he's not getting any help from Facundo Compasso and Austin Rivers God forbid Austin Rivers is starting Like they're not going to get Any farther than they are right now Just cut, cut the end while you can Like the Nuggets have just not been looking good I got the Suns winning tomorrow. Devin Booker and Chris Parr on the roll. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I like the Suns tomorrow. Um, and finishing the series. Ethan?
2: All right. Yeah, I took the Suns
1: sweeping. All right. The Clippers and Jazz. That game, that series has uh, been shifted to 2 and 1 after the Clippers dubbed earlier tonight. They dominated, actually. And they play again, I believe, on Monday in L.A. Um, who are you liking that, Nick? Clippers in 7.
2: Ooh. Ooh, that's Cuddy. Okay. Uh, I think I'll take the Jazz in six. Clippers had a great night tonight, but um, I don't want to see them move any further.
0: I don't either, man, but it's part of the business. This one's tough for me. I think I like the Jazz in
1: seven. I think they're going to win it back in, in Utah. I think this is something where the home team... Home team as well, unlike the last series, Clippers and Mass where the away team won every game until game seven. Um, I think when it goes I think the Clippers will win um come Monday, come Tuesday, and then going back to Utah I feel like they'll they'll trade games again only for the Jazz to come out on top game seven in about a week and a half from now. Um Next series we got is the Hawks and the 76ers. So that series, uh, Atlanta got off to a hot start. They took game one in Philadelphia. Now Philadelphia has fought back. They're up 2-1. Game four going to be played in Atlanta on Monday, I believe. Or is that tomorrow? Monday. Monday. So game four on Monday. Who do you like in that series?
2: Uh, I'm going to ride the Sixers. I think they're... A contender to win, um, win it all this year. Um, Embiid's a monster, I think. Trey Young, lollipop, headass, <laughs> kind of bumming. No, he's not bummy. He's actually really good, but I don't fuck with him. Although he does he is like becoming one of the most hated players, and I think he like ride or.
0: Uh, he's he's, he's all, all about the, the villain vibe. vibe. Yeah, he likes that.
2: Um, but yeah, I think I'll take the Sixers in six.
0: I also have Sixers in six. Honestly, as long as it plays. Honestly, I feel like the Sixers might
1: close out in five. I thought the Hawks had a chance after game one, but since the uh, Sixers have kind of turned it up defensively, uh, Ben Ben Simmons was a lot more aggressive on offense last game. He's a mismatch, mismatch whether he knows it or not, like 16-point guard. Um, I mean, he can get to the hole any time he wants if he's playing like he should. So I got them in five. Um are we missing any, any series right now
0: mm, I think that's it
1: uh I think
0: we got them all we got both west yeah, and that's east it.
1: yeah it looks like it so yeah. right now i'm gonna ask y'all to rank the remaining uh so should this move into beer five yes yeah let's go ahead and move into beer five since so a question out. here yeah and yeah. we're we're gonna be ranking the remaining nBA team's top top duos. So I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and start it off. Actually, what, are you running already? Sure.
0: Ready when you are? Captain? Go for it. You may go first here? Yes. So for duos, I got Nets number one with KD and Kyrie or Harden, whatever one you want you to put in there. Uh, pretty easy. Those guys; those are our first team all NBA type players. It's kind of hard to beat that. Second, solely on how they're playing this season, I've got the Suns with the uh, with Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the backcourt. They've been killing it. They've been closing games. Third, just based on talent-wise, I've got the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis and uh, Chris Middleton. Fourth, I have the 76ers with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. At fifth, I have... Uh, Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Sixth, I've got the Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. Seventh, I've got the Denver Nuggets with. Uh, actually, scratch that. Since Murray's out, I've got seventh for the Hawks. Uh, I've got Trey Young and Capello or Collins, whichever you want to throw in there. And eighth, I've got the Nuggets with uh, Jokic and Porter.
2: Okay. Um, I think the clear number one here is Katie and Kyrie. Um, or Harden if he's playing. <clears throat> um, I like Embiid Simmons. I'm a big fan of Embiid. Like Dor said earlier, Ben Simmons is a freak. Um, whether he knows it or not. Um, Leonard and playoff P. I think Kawhi is just dominant. Booker Paul probably be next. Then um, I'll go. Um, I'll go Mitchell Gobert. Then I'll go... Gobert is a beast. Gobert is a beast. Then I'll go Jokic and Porter. Um, and then I'll go Giannis and Middleton. I yeah. might be missing somebody there. You put the Hawks? In Hawks in the Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll put the Hawks before um, Giannis and Middleton. Really? Wow. Okay, right. so
1: wow. I think we're all pretty different here other than number one. So, number one, I got the Brooklyn Nets. I think whether whether you're taking – I think Katie's for sure in there, and whether you're throwing in Kyrie or Harden. Um, I'm throwing in Harden personally, although Kyrie's been, been great this season. Um, they're undisputed number one in my opinion. Number two, um, taking the Clippers uh, for Kawhi and Paul George, which I feel like this could be um, – flip-flop with some other teams, but Kawhi has just been playing really well. And although Paul George is very inconsistent, I think as far as talent and the best duos, I think they're number two up there. Number three, the Suns, for me, Devin Booker's been, he's been also a little inconsistent, although he did drop, um, like, what was it, 40-something the other night. So, um... But he did follow that with, like, 19 or something. So, a little inconsistent there. Uh, Chris Paul has been playing pretty well. He's been playing through some uh, injuries. So, um, number four for me is Milwaukee. I know Ethan said he didn't like him as much. Nick kind of middle of the pack as well. But I like them. I think Chris Milton's really underrated. Had 35 and 15 yesterday. Um, And, obviously, Giannis. Low-scoring game, too. Yeah, obviously, Giannis... Um, two-time MVP, so you got you got to pay respect for him. Uh, number five for me is Utah. Um, I think Rudy Gobert, like I said, for like three other times earlier, he's just really underrated as far as like I'm not going to put him up there number two, but I think he, he contributes uh, when he's on the court. Uh, if he would have stayed out of foul trouble in game one, I think they could have had a chance to win that game. Um, they really missed him in the last couple minutes of that game because um, they were scoring the paint. Uh, and that was versus the Grizzlies, excuse me, in, in round one. I think they really could have that if he hadn't fouled out game one. Um, number six is Philadelphia for me. I think Embiid and Simmons. You could honestly throw Tobias Harrison there too if you wanted, but those two guys uh, are absolute um, just freak specimens. Um, Embiid. Good ball handler, and he's like 6'11", or excuse me, Simmons. And and Embiid's just an absolute tank down low. Like, I don't know. he's He might be one of the hardest guys to guard down low because he's just so strong. He's like shocked down there, just botting everyone. Um, And number seven for me is the Nuggets. Jokic, you got the MVP, but without Jamal Murray, they've been kind of lacking. Michael Porter's very inconsistent. He was about to be my bum of the week. Um, I just hate his shot selection. Uh, and number eight, Trey young and I'll go with Clint Capella. Um, he's a hot man earlier in the, in the show, but, uh, Trey young, he's been, he's been their man this year, but I don't, I don't think he's, he's, uh, just at that level just yet to carry that team to the next level. So. That's my rankings for the top duos for the remaining postseason teams, um, and if the Mavs were to still be in it, just so y'all know, they'd probably be last because KP.
0: It's not the duo. It is a duo, not, not a duo not that a one-player one. type deal. Let's Absolutely. Fast. Yeah. What was our uh, next question that we had? Next
1: question that we had, Nick. Did you have that question?
0: I did, and I'm blanking right now. What? This is beer five. Yeah. Was it the French fries? Oh yeah. French oh, fries. and then we have the jail one. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> uh, we'll go jail first. Door, I think you had it right. Yeah, so we'll go jail right now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: let's uh, go ahead and open up our imagination, and let's pretend like you had the option to either go to prison for ten years. So you're stuck in prison for ten years. Um, I mean. Just for what it is for now, so I'm not saying you have any friends in there, it's just how you're going in at this moment, so (laughs) just right now. Or you are, you can only drink coffee and eat Hot Pockets for your meals for the foreseeable future for, I guess, we'll go ahead and say the rest of your life. So Hot Pockets and coffee or prison for 10 years is what you're looking at
2: uh yeah mine's pretty easy once again i'm taking the ricky um perspective <laughs> i think honestly jail will be a good time like get to hang out with the boys bull a little bit no no responsibilities just in their grinding um in their grinding and they on what yourself yeah. becoming a better person we're looking to get better on the outside world are you gonna be reading a lot of books in prison yeah, and I'll probably be doing push-ups and shit, <laughs> getting swole. Playing basketball,
0: at the hooping. Court yeah, hooping. It's gonna be like middle school again. And I already know, blossom.
2: I already know I would be good in jail because I would like, I could, I could fight if I have to, but I would, I wouldn't like, ensue any fights. I would, I would be friendly with everybody. And stuff. Yeah, friendly um, And also like, BFG. that's not a not a great diet. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not like you're eating eating good in jail, um, but at least you get some variety. I think only drinking coffee, like you don't get water get beer um that's, that's just loud. like not healthy um I, I don't even know if you could survive on just coffee as your only liquid um i really don't think you could i don't think you could i mean not only would you be awake and cracked out for like all day all hours of the day but you'd be extremely dehydrated have the coffee shits all the time um hot pockets aren't bad but it's more the, it's more of the coffee for me
0: yeah, go ahead and drop me off the penitentiary because I'm not <laughs> going to drink coffee and eat Hot Pockets for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Free my boy, Nick. For every day. I'm spending my 10 years, like Wad said, jail's not that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the food's going to be better than Hot Pockets and coffee, so that's a guarantee. You sure? You're going to get in great shape. I think shape. it's probably
2: the same quality as Hot Pockets, but it's at least you get different shit. So. You're, you're going to get I in great
0: shape. That. You're going to get some lifelong friends. And you know, yeah, it's, you'll be meeting some friends in showers. That's for sure. <laughs> you especially. I don't think I'm that type of guy. No, like uh, it doesn't matter. They'll I like, believe when I walk in, in the room, room, that type. You'll be molding. when I walk in a room, I garner respect from everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> you just bow down
2: to Nick once he gets in. You know,
0: the response isn't really phasing me right now. But uh, we're gonna go to jail ten years, serve my time, come come back in 20, 2032... A better 2031, man. yeah, better man. <laughs> I just cannot drink coffee for every fucking drink. But you'll drop the soap
1: every other day. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a right answer to this.
0: I'm not holding pockets if you're asking. If that's what you're saying. I mean, I think I'm not the would. one determining that. See me after the guys in your helped. Yeah, I'm a solid number two type guy. Not, wow. a, not an alpha, but I'm a good beta, I think, for <laughs> a jail type situation.
1: I don't think you have any hope at all in so, yeah. I think you're really <laughs> I think undervaluing
0: me, and it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's a little
2: rude, Dora. All right, what do you have, Dora? What, what are you taking?
0: Um, I mean, it's
1: basically like, do you want to get shanked, and like, do you want to like have these like scars on my mental for the foreseeable future, or do you want to enjoy some... Or, or live cheese, for three days. Ham and cheese hot pot. <laughs> yeah, know. or
2: go to what, the hospital for the rest of your what life. What do you mean live
1: man. for three days?
0: You, dude, coffee has no hydrational value. It's, our interns can, have to look it up, it but I don't think water. there's any water in coffee. Yeah,
2: Kogan, can, can you, you get make get on it on that? With water.
1: <laughs> you can make it with water. Keira, you can make it with water. You little you got the water in there. Drip the coffee in there. You're good. You're good, you're good to go. No, it's black coffee. I mean, there is
2: some water in it. Like, it's made with water, but <sighs> oh, you're going to be so cracked out. I
1: mean, eventually you're gonna build. Crazy or you're just, you're just
2: either gonna be thirsty forever, or just like completely crap. At least
1: I'm sleeping in my nice bed at night. I'm not in some hard ass. You're gonna
2: be an insomniac. Don't, Don't actually me. sleep. Nah, I think I would just drink
1: like I will just be super super thirsty. Um, and <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and change it. You can drink water and coffee. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's back to him. Uh, yeah, so I think y'all are wrong here. You can drink water. You could the whole time. Y'all shouldn't ask. I just didn't say it. Um, so I mean, while I'm, I'm in
2: jail, of... jail for ten years, I'll come back out and you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living that lifestyle. So. I'm just
1: saying this. I think there's a lot of different hot pocket type flavors. So
2: the hot pockets aren't the problem. You could live off of hot pockets. But I'll just
1: go do a hot pocket and be like, yo, like I'm in this predicament. I'm. I can only eat hot pockets the rest of my life. So let's go ahead and get some, you know, luxury hot pockets going. So
0: our intern Seth looked it up. Uh, He just handed me the paper. Cool. Uh, You can be high. Technically, you can survive off coffee, but you're just gonna have a dry mouth sensation all the time. Because it's not very
2: cotton mouth. Twenty four seven.
0: Can't do it. I mean, eventually, I feel like you get used to that, right? (laughs) (laughs) For the rest of your life. I mean.
1: 10 years that's the and the time. coffee shit's like who's saying you even survived that 10 years
0: <laughs> I mean that's true but who's but saying you survive eating just hot pockets coffee not getting I don't know sick that's just <clears> not <throat> I mean I'm glad you think your way so they can be differing opinions but I think we're on different <laughs> wavelengths there
1: prison for 10 years are just suck ass um I don't know Unless it's like anything like uh, trailer park boys seem to. <laughs> I mean, they make it sound like it's a good time. So yeah. I mean, if Ricky was in my prison, I, I would probably be down to check That'd it be out. So, yeah.
2: You think soulmates with Ricky? That'd be so much fun.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I just feel like we are, with our luck, we would just be tossed in there with some macho man and just get absolutely bodied. So, um, but yeah, that kind of, that's, that's the last question I had for beer number five. Do y'all, do y'all have any other questions? Yeah. What's
2: the French fries one?
0: uh so yeah it's just rank rank your order french fries so we have your normal standard steak fry are we doing like steak fry normal or is it no no all right steak fries are a little thicker ones right yeah i think uh all right so no more fries steak fries uh wrinkle crinkle crinkle (laughs) waffle (laughs) is it waffle Uh, waffle waffle and, and curly, maybe. the five options there. And we also got like what? Or, and maybe thin. Maybe throw some thin, thin like some yeah. steak and shake fries. Steak and shake fries. Yeah, I might have to write this down so I don't forget.
2: Um.
1: Okay. Right, mine's, I mine's. I have mine dry. Easy, I mean, and where are these? These fries? are all
0: fresh. We'll say,
2: we'll say you can get ketchup, but you can't just the best of the you best. You can just use your favorite sauce because that'll just it'll just taste like sauce. But I don't even eat some of these fries salt so my favorite sauce. Too bad.
1: No, too bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I'm going to go... Because, like, for me, crinkle fries, bottom of the list.
2: But really? if I have cane
1: sauce with them, then they might be top
2: three. They might be top two. But that's just because of the cane sauce. It's not because of the fry. You can put any fry in the cane sauce and it would make it better.
1: I mean, I prefer some some uh, some fries over others in the cane sauce. All right, sauce. well,
2: just for the hypothetical, let's do no sauces. Okay, that's bummy. But, uh...
0: I'll go first. I have my list ready. Uh, I'm going to go number one. This might surprise people, but I'm going to go skinny fries. Uh, Number two, I'm going normal. Three will be curly. Four, waffle fries. Five, steak fries. And six, crinkle.
2: Okay. Um, I think crinkles are pretty underrated. Um, Crinkles are bummy. Crinkles are nice.
0: Uh, Brahms crinkles are good. They're fire,
2: yeah. Um, So I'm going to say number one overall is curly specifically thinking of um, no Jack in the Box Oh, uh, Jack in the Box are good what's the other Arby's 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 has good fries oh we (laughs) need to talk about Arby's in this episode Arby's is bummy like they have the meats but
0: they do have the meats let's not count that out but their curly fries are good they slap
2: Um, curly number one number two I'm gonna go like regular regular sized number three I'm gonna go uh, I think I'm gonna go Crinkle four Skinny Five, steak, six waffle. Waffle's ass. Do you just not like Chick-fil-A's fries? No, I don't. That's the, no only, one, that's the only place I, that I know is So, loving.
0: while Doors writing is down... I mean,
2: they are good if you dip them in sauce, but that just tastes like the sauce at that
0: point. I like waffle. I think it's creative. I think it's neat.
2: It's creative, but <laughs> I'm not here for style points. So for I,
0: I like the frozen waffle fries that you can make sometimes. But, um... Are you ready for yours, or do you mean to tell us? Go for, go for your story. So, I think... Arby's, we have the meats. Has to be the worst like slogan for a company. Why they have the meats? They have the
2: best slogan. They just have they don't back we it up. We have the meats. That's fire. And the guy with the we have the meats and they have the beat. I That's don't know. sick, dude. I don't That's know. sick. I love. I don't that. know, man. <laughs> I love. That's that.
0: not a good sound for me. We have the meats.
2: I mean, yeah. If you want to think of it with a perverted mindset, sure. But I'm they not supply they supply just... meat. Like, what do you mean, roast beef?
0: Less. brisket I mean I'm all about Beth but like <laughs> I don't know we have the meats
2: I just like that commercial I think they have a great slogan we they don't the back meats, it up but it's not a great is recipe. there a logo
0: like a cowboy hat yeah that's cowboy hat fire.
2: cowboy hat sandwich actually that's pretty yeah, fire. I did not know that that was fire actually. I, th- I mean I think that's what it is yeah,
0: the right. only time I've ever ate Arby's was uh, on our way to Lone Tree in Brownsville when we were stopped there <laughs> I don't nice. know if y'all remember that, but that's the I only don't time that specifically. But I love. I mean, trees. I've had Arby's because we stopped in Brownsville. I we like stopped. Arby's. We stopped in that Pretty one good. alien place, Rosedale. What's it called uh, Roswell? Roswell. Ros- 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 yeah. yeah, Roswell. We stopped there in Brownsville, and that one Whataburger in like Waco or some shit.
2: Dude, you have a good memory.
0: Thanks. All right, guys.
1: Um, for for my fries, number one, I mean. I usually rarely eat fries without sauce, but I guess for this question I can't have sauce. So Well then we'll uh, do a
2: favorite sauce bracket if that's what you want to do.
1: No but, but are some answer, fries better with sauce? Absolutely, like waffle fries. I agree. I don't
2: I mean there's some fries I eat alone, but I, most fries if I have a sauce I'm thinking All right, Well in if sauce. I don't
1: have a sauce to answer Ethan's question, I'm going number one, just regular fries. Like give me like McDonald's, give me Whataburger, just regular fries. Uh, those fries probably have like a little sugar on them or something, so probably a little cheating there. But those fries are gas. I'll take them. I could eat them plain. Number two, I'm going skinny thin fries. So like some Steak and Shake fries, Wingstop, Five so,
2: Guys, or no, is it Smashburger? One uh, of those. I think, it's I, think it's I think it's Smashburger. Yeah, some, I think th- some thin, some thin fries. fries. No, not- Wingstop's are not skinny, but they're-, they're not skinny. Those are my favorite fries. No, of the
1: obviously I those are regular fries. But, yeah, those are good fries. Those are fresh. They taste fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, Good seasoning on them, too. I think they also do have some sugar on those, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, Three for me, if I'm eating them plain, um, waffle fries. I'm thinking, like, Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I think they're, like, salted just right, and they have a good, like, texture.
2: Like, they're never, never, like, burnt or crispy. Um, I do respect that about them, though. They're, like, the only people that do waffle fries out of, like, the main places. Like, they... That's kind of their signature thing, yeah, which I yeah. respect.
1: And but, that's that's one that I like I would prefer with sauce because I feel like yeah. those fries are just good with sauce. Chick
2: fil A sauces are goaded too. Like. Yeah,
1: all those sauces are pretty good. Uh, for me, Polynesian if you might know, be the dude, number I one love, sauce. I love fucking Polynesian. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Chick fil A is, just, you know, above them all. Uh, number four for me would be uh, curly fries. So mm-hmm. I'm not a big curly fr- uh, curly fries guy. But because this was without no sauces, I'm going to go for curly fries. Um, I think curly fries... <laughs> is dip, everything
0: based off no sauce? Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. When I dip so- when I dip my fries in sauce every time, it is. Uh, curly fries, I think it's only good to be dipped in ketchup, personally. <laughs> um, so I'm going curly fries four.
0: Curly fries and barbecue are a good combo. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, steak fries really five... Say. I don't really love the thick
1: fries Steak fries you need sauce with yeah, yeah you those do. Are too dry. it's a lot of starch I don't think like
2: that's what I think that's what I, how I feel about waffle fries though too yeah I can see that that's uh, fair
1: I'm not disagreeing uh, but last for me would be crinkle fries I think Um I'm trying to think like like burger box they got crinkle fries like if you give them plain like I'm sorry but give me a side of fruit or some shit like that shit is not that good
2: a side of fruit, is that what yeah. You said? fruit bowl,
0: anything, <laughs> carrots and salad, potato salad. So give it to me. What, is, what what's, potato salad sauce. What sauce do you guys get from Chick Fil A? What's number one? Polynesian, absolutely number yeah. one. I used to,
2: I used to crank Polynesian. I'm Chick Fil A sauce now.
0: Polynesian so. gang, all the way, dude. Oh, now that I think okay. about it, I think I only like crinkle fries because I dip them in Polynesian, not crinkle waffle.
2: Thank you. That's one, that was yeah. my point. If yeah. you dip them in sauce, I, I don't drink, really but. think
0: about eating plain. They're,
1: they're not bad plain, but, like, I wouldn't order them, like, ever, like, yeah. eat them plain. If they were at a
2: different restaurant and you didn't have all those sauce options, I don't think y'all would be that keen. Well, I like it. Popeye's does have some good sauces. So, Sweet Heat, Black and Ranch, good sauce. So I'll put y'all in right Popeyes there. Popeye's fries are great. Those uh, Cajun ones or whatever, those yeah. are good. Fuck, that's also yeah. Chicken Express, yeah. underrated fries. Oh, well.
0: yeah, Chicken E. Chicken has got the fries. Burger Mojo's, color Station Cutty, so good fries.
1: Low-key Sonic Fries are these. I don't remember Sonic They're
0: good. Fries. They do the job, I'd rather have the tater tots though.
2: Oh the tots. We didn't. I'm we didn't not a to
0: big tots guy. Oh the tater doesn't count. That's not a fry. Yeah, It's not right. a French fry.
2: More of a hash brown.
0: French frizzle. French frizzle. Uh is that it for questions? That's all I have here. I think so. I'm good. Good, ready for lock it up? Yep. Lock, lock it up it for beer six. Crack the last one. Um everyone's plus plus <sighs> five hundred on locks. Ooh. so you should listen to us so
1: we, we can finally say that after this week I mean if y'all told me
2: last week y'all y'all made serious cash <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even capping <clears throat> um, but it's probably not gonna happen again I think that might be the best week anybody's what was had was the total
0: so 8-1 and 7-2 and two, that's 15-3 and three, plus doors 3-2 18-5 three and three and two, two? that's solid. 18 out of 23 blocks if you
2: hit every bet except a lot of those we locked the it up bets, but
0: yeah, I mean, all right. Um,
2: Basically, tail our shit like yeah. a rich man.
0: So I'm still t- well total locks behind doors. So I still, I'm still just ramping up here. I've got eight locks to go with here. Start with NBA tomorrow's action Nuggets. I got them plus three Can against you pass the Suns. Out with the beers? Yeah, I got Nuggets plus three against the Suns. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're gonna lose uh, game four. Uh, Jokic is just too dominant to be swept uh, I have Bucks plus one and a half I think they win game four without Harding and their home court advantage I think that's easy money right there plus one and a half and then I got Sixers money line against the Hawks I think they take a 3-1 lead going on to MLB I've got White Sox money line Ivy. Carlos Rodon is pitching against the Tigers if I'm not mistaken uh, he's one of the better pitchers in baseball this year going off that's my guy hey next I got the Indians money line it's a Shane Bieber day uh, I'm always gonna bet on Shane Bieber he's pairing the Mariners who are pretty bummy got them Dodgers money line Walker Bueller versus our very own Texas Rangers I've got that locked it up and my last two are some soccer Euro bets I've got oh, fuck. Netherlands money line versus Ukraine <laughs> and I've got Croatia plus half plus a half against England yeah, they're definitely losing. Um my locks for this weekend are It's
2: the hometown bat right there.
1: <laughs> Not King, yeah, Kroosh is a lock. Um Luka Madre Uh Sunday locks for baseball. You're new player.
0: Yeah, I
2: was gonna say. Carlos Rodon.
1: He's a uh, five and two, one nine six ERA. Uh the White Sox have been on a roll. They're arguably arguably the best team in baseball. Um I like them over the Tigers tomorrow. Uh, they won today pretty convincingly. Um, but yeah, I like the White Sox dubbing over the Tigers. I'm also on Nick's Nick's uh, train here for Shane Bieber. So you just take taking my locks so you don't lose. That's Bieber, why I door goes second huh? Bieber seven and three, two nine six ERA. Like them over the Mariners. I also like the Astros over the Twins. Framberg Valdez, he's two and oh, one four seven ERA. He's been really well. Really good this year. Um, he came on to the season late. He was on the IL to begin the season, but he's been doing great. He had a good season last year in the shortened league in shortened season. Lastly, uh, like Nick said, I also have Walker Buehler over the Rangers. Buehler's five and zero with a two five six ERA. The Rangers have been on the bottom level of the league. They've been really struggling. Uh, Man, I don't know what to th- about I don't know what to think about them, but Walker Buehler's been really good. The Dodgers have just been really good this year. Um, I think they have the best pitching staff in baseball. So like them dubbing over the Rangers tomorrow. That's all I got.
2: <coughs> um, okay, I so see, sorry to interrupt. Go I also, ahead. I also, have the, <laughs> I also
1: have the Suns tomorrow over the Nuggets. So let's go ahead and lock that in as well. Okay,
2: nice. Um, I have that bet as well. Um, I have the Suns over the Nuggets. I have the Nets over the Bucks. Um I also have the Nets um Bucks under at two thirty. No. Um just basically because they put in like put up hundred and seventy something points the other night. Um which was cutty. It may not happen again, but I'm gonna just ride the under. If the if the Bucks play well that game, I think it will go under. <laughs> um I agree. Uh, uh, hockey world. I'm gonna take the Lightning over the Islanders for the first game of that series. Um, Islanders just came off a solid um, dub over the Bruins, who I had advancing. Um, therefore, I'm gonna take the Lightning. Um, and we all had the White Sox as well. Um, my boy Carlos Rodon.
0: Carlos. Um, I think my... you start third time taking it at Rodon. Dude, I mean, every I time I have a week.
2: pitcher starting, I usually, like, try and pick them just because, I, I, you know, good mojo, good mojo for my fantasy team. Also, uh, I had a, a record week last week, um, over 400 points. Yes, sir. Um, which I'm barely going to break 250 this week. But oh, yeah, last dude. week was solid, so I'll take it. Um, and We're then cool. I have, for the fight tonight, I have Adesanya over uh, Marvin Vittori, the Italian. Adesanya is at uh, minus 240 um, and I didn't even think of soccer I wish I would have gotten into that Nick had some good picks there um, but yeah that's not all much got. going on tomorrow for soccer There's so I, got, games. I think I have 6 in total um, which I mean I have the most bets by far not really by far yeah kind of like by like 5 or 6 uh, so I, I I had a good week last week I just need to Nick's still behind keep by that like heat like check yeah Nick plus. needs to be making 10, 10 bets a game 10 that's what I've been doing
0: I've been on rocket mode right now. How many did you just I mean, I mean rocket
2: mode. I'm hovering eight? over 500. <laughs> rocket mode. On I had nine
0: last week. I think at eight the week before. At eight this week. That's fair. You know, it's a it's a marathon, man.
2: I guess I should slow down a little bit to let you catch up, but I'm also on rocket mode.